Hello, welcome back to Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves. Rose here with my partner in Cremo. Oh my God, it's Erin. <laughs> um, we're editing the episode now and it turns out that the dog was making this really annoying rustly noise throughout the first five minutes, but it, it goes away. It gets better. Yeah. And also, sorry that my voice is so high. I'm actually a little under the weather. <laughs> As our loyal listeners, you know that we expect the highest quality from ourselves and um, that was why we thought it was best. Basically, this is just a disclaimer, so you keep listening. <coughs> anyway, I'll see she's under the weather. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a while between eps. It has been. We've both been on holiday and we went and saw some real football games. We did. Um, I've been to three. Yeah. You've been to Showdown. I, no, I didn't go to that Showdown. No. Um, but we, we went to a game together. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. It sadly didn't go well, considering it was the most hyped event of potentially either of our lives. True. Mostly um, by myself. Yes, um, entirely by myself. <laughs> we went to Richmond versus Collingwood at the MCG Friday night and... It was pouring with rain and we sat in our ponchos and watched my team get slowly humiliated. We were sitting next to this very aggressive Richmond supporter who was using homophobic slurs and when we reported him, absolutely nothing was done about it. Yeah, this is true. I have had people kicked out of the football just because I didn't really like their attitude (laughs) before. Something good did come out of the game. I had um, holes in the bottom of my shoes and it was raining so my socks were sopping wet and so I had to buy a new pair of socks to stop myself from getting trench foot. Stop the bleeding. (laughs) And the only socks they had was Jack Rebolt socks. Um, and then I didn't end up changing into them and I was able to re-gift them to my brother for his 16th birthday. So I'd say... Is that something he enjoyed? He did enjoy them because he famously hates Jack Rebolt, so he thought it was like a meme gift. And because he's 16, he's obsessed with meme gifts. Um, so if I'd got him something genuine, he would have been like probably more upset than <laughs> if I gave him Jack Rebolt. I hate Jack Rebolt as well. I think he's the most overrated forward of the modern gang because it's like, yeah, he's won some common moves, All right, is he more overrated like- than Tex Walker? I think Tex Walker isn't highly rated. Yeah, that's a fair call. They were talking about like the the main forwards of the the modern era, and they were saying like Josh Kennedy, who I resent. I, I like him. Well, he plays with the Eagles. Yeah, I know, but like, there's only so much I can give. I think like Franklin was in there, and uh, Tom Hawkins. Um, and Jack Rewald. And they threw Jack Rewald no. in there. And I was like, absolutely no. not. He's, different. he's a different kind. He's a different breed. Yeah, he's a toddler having a tantrum every other weekend. <laughs> but he's like heart and soul. I don't know. No. I think we should move on because let's not. Rose was in the work. It was. You weren't in a good mood. Yeah, we'd have like a few good hours across the weekend and then I'd like remember it all just in the was, past. It really like cemented what it was like. There was no denying that things were falling Oh, apart. wait. Speaking of that, later that night when we were in the club, <laughs> Rose, at some stage, found the time. Can you get out your captain's log? Yeah, my phone's on charge. Oh. I'll get it. I'll get it out in a minute. Okay, Rose recorded. Wow. <laughs> Rose, like, took a time out from our fun night partying to record her thoughts on the game. Okay, it wasn't, don't make it out like it was like a <laughs> thousand word essay. It was actually like one sentence. Go and get your phone so you can right. read it. Oh. Um, 27th of July. 12.34am, captain's log, 
Actually, really sad that Collingwood lost. Nobody will get it. The season's done. The boys' hearts aren't in it. Nothing to work with as coach. Where do you go from here? No banter applicable. Which it's a very still sad stands. Um, that was the most disappointing thing about the game was that there wasn't like I am a sore loser, but there was like nothing. We could be talking about this for the next two hours. No, you could edit it later. I was just sharing. Okay, Why it was sad? No, it was sad. It was sad, and I felt sad for you because we went all that way. I know, and there was no like really cool goal or like impressive mark. No, there was, it was just a, it was a long way to go. And then um, I went to watch the Crows lose the next day. I was not disappointed. Um, Wait, okay. We have had some feedback from a concerned listener that it's too obvious that we hate the Crows. So maybe we I know, but that being... was us trying to conceal it, so I thought we embrace that. <laughs> but we don't want to alienate potential listeners for Crows fans. I wanted to actually bring to the table a segment of Would You Rather, and it would just be Barrack for the Crows, or... <laughs> we put the feelers out there, and we heard what the people said, and what the people said was that our podcast doesn't make any sense. So... Yeah, but that's... Crows Porter opinions. <laughs> Do we trust them? Well, anyway, so we thought we'd bring some, some segments to the table. Yeah, so the first segment we wanted to bring in, I don't know, what do you want to do first? Um, well, you wanted to talk about the hot gossip from the week. Oh, oh. yes, yes. Okay, so this we've got some kind of a... Um, oh, we have an inside yeah, no, yeah. train. Yes. <laughs> the hot goss on the AFL scene this week which has yet to come to the forefront and we're about to bring it to the forefront. Yeah. It's Saturday <laughs> night in Adelaide. We, we just took the dog for a walk, Ronan, um, and were at the Henley Square just next to the jetty. And I saw a man and I said to Aaron, well, who's this guy? I think he is James Hurd because he looked a lot like James <laughs> And then <laughs> I, I looked <laughs> over. I looked over at the man who I'd been told looked like James Hurd only to see James Hurd looking back at me, <laughs> clearly having heard his name. And he was trying to be incognito. He was just like, this is what I feel happened, is that he's here to interview for Don Pike's job. He was like, what's it going to be like to live in Adelaide? I'm going to check out the local sites. I'm going to go for a beach stroll on Saturday night. Not expecting that there would be keen eyes on the case. Not expecting the leading football podcast host. <laughs> you never safe, James Heard. Um, well, I don't think he's going for top job. I think he'd just be interviewing well, for a position. Yeah. So it'd be a big call to make old Jimmy... Jimaroo, um, it would be a bit cool, but maybe it's maybe it's the spot. injection of drama that the Adelaide Is Crows that need. What injection? Oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just a turn of phrase that worked I... in my favour. Do you have any more hot glass? Um, none that we personally have sourced. No. Who's this guy kicking this goal right now? Uh, that's Aaron Norton. Aaron Norton. Now this is a good segue to our next segment. Aaron Norton has a bad haircut. That is not like, what is that that he's got going on? That's there? what every footballer has this year. It's the um, the, the the the. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a stroke. It's like, <laughs> it's like the um, this is Patrick Cripps's haircut, but his is just shorter. But everyone's yeah. done it. My brother's just got that haircut, but no, it's not Cripps. It's like he's got little mullet, but it's like shaved on sides, but little mullet. And long on top. No, it's not. It's just like a fade. But no, they, that, that's what my brother's got But only committed though. at the front. Oh, well, this, this guy. I don't really have anything else to contribute. I didn't prepare for the, the haircut segment. Well, these teams actually have quite... Um, they do. There's some good... I think both these teams are good. In terms of their... In terms of likability, Bulldogs and yeah. Lions are both up there for me. They're not, they don't have arrogance that a lot of teams have. Yeah, they just, like, go about things in a way that I respect. Because that's what makes me dislike a team. Like, I loved Richmond in 2017 because they were the underdogs. 
And it was like, yeah, they hadn't had that in so long. And then, like, come 2018, they're running around being dickheads and, you know, you've they? lost me. I don't know. I think they're okay. Yeah, they were so arrogant. They were so annoying. I think they're just, like, oh, like, all in love with each other and, like, they love the club and it translates to, like, we think we're better. But actually they're just, like, really happy. Yeah, but you don't get that with, like, the dogs. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that's their deal as well. That's um, true. Would you rather barrack for crows or would you would you rather barrack for crows or be James Hurd's real estate agent? Be James Hurd's real estate agent. I feel like he'd be an incredibly difficult customer though. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me think of another one. <laughs> would you rather barrack for crows or date Marcus Bontepelli for two years and then have him brutally dump you in public? The latter. You, what? <laughs> that would be awful. I would hate that. No, I would love to date Marcus Bontepelli. Yeah, but then he would crush you. He would crush you and give you trust issues and you'd never get over him. Just like my psychic said (laughs) about me and my ex boyfriend. (laughs) Um, You know what? That would be okay because the time together that we had, no one would ever be able to take that away from me. Okay, okay, okay. And also I feel like like, um, that's also very much a hypothetical question because there's no way that Marcus Bondamelli would ever do that to anyone because he has the utmost respect for people and women. You can see it in his, the way he moves. You can see it in the way that he moves. That's true. Okay, would you rather barrack for crows? No, this is so mean. I'm going to pick another team. Would you rather barrack for Geelong or have a kid with Jack Rebolt so he's tied to you forever? <laughs> <laughs> I'd barrack for Geelong. Yeah, I think that's we established not a fan of Jack Rewalt. Mm. Is it Walt or Walt? Jack Rewalt. Jack Rewalt. Jack Rewalt. Jack Rewalt. Vault. Nick Rewalt. Nick Rewalt. Ah! I don't know. I don't know. Must Nick Rewalt. Nick Rewalt. I feel like originally it would be Vault, but have they been... Jack Rewalt. But know? I feel like people just mumble over it because no one's sure. Yeah, like the non-committal to the time. Yeah, so it's like Jack Rewalt. It's like me with Volkswagen. <laughs> with who? Volkswagen. <laughs> Volkswagen. <laughs> oh. um, what was your bone to kick for the week, Erin? My bone to kick for the week is with Hawthorne because <laughs> Sean Burgoyne, much beloved alumni of the Port Adelaide Football Club who was once my favourite player and just generally commands the respect of all who know him, was going to set the record for the most Indigenous – no, he was setting the record for the most – am I saying this right? He would go, he I was, have no idea what you're trying to say. <laughs> he had his milestone game. He had most, his milestone game, Most yes. Indigenous games recorded yes. in VFL, AFL yes. history because there, there was a guy from the, the Waffle, I think. Right. That, um, but I think that's but, incredible and that there is no one more yeah. deserving than him. And absolutely. what did Hawthorne do? Oh, absolutely. They, they absolutely let him down. And he didn't deserve that. But I just feel like they should have showed up for him and they didn't. And as someone who cares deeply about him and his happiness, that is my bone to kick for the week. And also I tipped them and that, I mean, not that that's <laughs> as important. Seems like you care more about No, that. I care more about Sean Burgoyne than my tips. No, but having said that, no. I am coming second in my tips and I would really like to win $350. What's your bone to kick for the week, Rose? Um, my bone to kick for the week is to do with the umpires, but not in a way that people may expect of a whingy fan such as myself. Um, I think that when games are decided by less than a goal, that is luck. It's not the umpire's fault. For example, the GWS Sydney unpaid mark and there was another decision made in the final minute that I didn't see. However, if you were good enough, it wouldn't have come down to the last minute and it wouldn't have come down to an umpire's call. 
Wait, it doesn't sound like your bone is to pick with, with the umpires. No, my bone is to pick is with the fans. And it's oh. like, shit happens. Oh, wow. That's so good and of you. when it's less than a goal, then it's like you should have done more throughout the game. And yes, I am a modern hero. What was your take on the two umpires getting engaged? Uh, couldn't care less. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really cute. I mean, like, it was fun. That was actually the game I was at, but I, oh, yeah. I didn't stay long enough to. No, it was at the start. No, it was at the end. They did it oh. after. Oh. Um, which is interesting because I wonder if that affected his performance. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Was it feeling nerves? Again, another another great game by old goatee Cripperoo, as he is commonly referred to in <laughs> AFL communities. Um, maybe we should include a, um, a beards element into our haircut segment because I've just seen someone who plays for Bulldogs and I didn't catch who it was in time. But God, uh, that was a train grove. Your old friend. No, 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 no. Well, but, you to know, add to this beard segment, I watched the uh, Gold Coast Magpies game on the weekend and couldn't figure out why Brody Grundy was confusing me, and he has removed the beard once again. Oh, it's a gone. shame. It's um, a shame. But I do remember you trying to question whether or not Josh Kennedy was handsome, um, and you were saying, "Is he good looking, or does he just have a beard?" Josh Kennedy is no. Josh Kennedy is beard. Josh Kennedy isn't handsome. Josh Kennedy is beard. No, we, no, we've done this. We did this at the Austral like three months ago, and then we found old photos of him from before the beard, and you agreed that it is not just the beard. Oh, I don't um, remember that which at then all. led us to a page of the ten best beards in the AFL. Oh, wow! I've really blocked that out. By which you My were outraged because so it included the likes of Basha Hooley. Wait, well, I love Basha um, Hooley. Why was I outraged about because that? Because he doesn't have one of the best beards. He's got a great no, beard. No, he's like 10 sexiest beards. In the- oh, no, he doesn't have a sexy beard. He just has like a respectable beard. Yeah. He's like the church elder that you're like terrified of, but he commands the room. I'm not sure why I went to church because I have absolutely no religious <laughs> affiliations whatsoever and he's a Muslim, so it seems like really <laughs> the wrong analogy to use. But anyway, yeah, no, I don't, my memory is like a shocking well, that did happen. So, would you like to now name the ten sexiest beards in AFL? Ten sexiest beards from um, this season. So, let's say, for example, because I think you should be including Brody Grundy, and I think in your heart you want to include him. Of he course, could be on the of list. Course, yeah, he would he be, was bearded he'd be at on one this. point. You don't have to tell me to put Brody Grundy on the list. Well, I've got to put Brody Grundy on the list. He doesn't have a beard at the moment. Right, 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 right. So, if you've had a beard within the last six months, you're eligible to be on the list. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, that's really hard. I would put Charlie Dixon on there. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Josh, no, Josh Kennedy's definitely on there. Mm-hmm. Who else? I can't think of anyone. Still Sidebottom has a good beard. Would we say he's sexy though? No, but I'm weirdly into I feel the... like he was, when he was young in our uh, premiership, when he was a little 19-year-old, I reckon he was all right there because he was such like an excited kid. In, like, a yeah. really, like, boyish charm way. I like And the... he's always smiling and always, you know, he's just happy to be there, just loving his footy. Yeah, but I really like the, um, like, shaved head, long beard thing that well, people have going on. Well, I think he's just got, like, a casual beard. No, it was As quite long. When we saw it at beard. the game, I was like... Oh, but it doesn't, like, come off his face. Yes, it does. I and the, re- the reason I know this is because he disagree. looks exactly like my friend who has beard and shaved head. And when we were at the game, I sent him a text being like, still side bottom looks exactly like you. And then he replied being like, my mum just said the exact same thing. What about, um, is his name Sean Greek from Richmond? Oh, isn't that Megan Gale's partner? What about Andy? What? No, they broke up 10 years ago. 
not him, no. Oh. There's someone else that looks like him, and I think he's number 10 on Richmond. Well, I can't help you with that. What Is about, that oh, no, um, yeah, him, and also Max. Not sexy. <sighs> that man looks like a toad. Wow, like, that's mean. But knowing, like, he's so ugly, he's a toad, it's like he does actually have very amphibious features. What the fuck? It's a legitimate comparison. <laughs> that's horrible. I think, I think he's okay a for him. I saw him in real life at the airport once and I thought he had a nice – he had, like, a roguish charm about him. Speaking of people – okay, he this is not – like an upstanding man. This is not directly football-related, but I do want to share it with the listeners because it is a different a different code – Israel Folau oh, yeah. has become a regular at my place of employment. He's been in every day for the last two weeks. Him and Maria keep coming in. My my work is all about like community, loving, support, <gasps> queer space. Everyone is oh, welcome, non-judgmental. Whereas I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and he's just there all the time, and it's like a lot of my coworkers are queer, and it's like we don't want you in this space. We don't want you to make this a safe space. And they keep putting on Elton John when he's in there and my boss said he's going to get a rainbow flag. But the reason I brought this up is because he's so unfathomably good looking that it like feels unfair. He's like arresting to yeah, look at. Like and she's so statuesque as well. And it's like when you see them, you're like, you look like you were carved from stone. And it's not fair because you're using those powers for ill. Maybe he was carved from stone and that is exactly what his heart's been. <laughs> um... Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. I didn't know the Hemsworth boys attended the Brisbane game. There you have it. Wow. Makes sense because of their Byron residence. That yeah. But um, Byron is technically New South Wales, so. Yeah, but it's two hours. I love Chris Hemsworth. I think, you know what, I like to think of myself as a smart person, but I just fall hook, line and sinker for, like, what Hollywood wants to sell me. Like, Chris Hemsworth has been marketed as this fun father figure who's, like, love, Aussie larrikin but, like, heart of gold, and I've just bought that, even though it's probably not true. Well, he hasn't done anything to, to lead you to that. believe yeah. otherwise. That's true. Liam, on the other hand, I just – I think it, it's not his fault. It comes from Miley. But I will always love Liam and Miley because it reminds me of being in Year 11 Maths Apps and sitting in the back row of Mr. G's class and looking on Tumblr at all the pics of them together before they broke up, before she went crazy, when she was, like, pretty – sorry, I shouldn't have said crazy – before she went off the rails, air quotes. And, you know, when she was, like, blonde. Yeah, but also what's up with Gail as a character in yeah. the entire Hunger Games series? Liam, you should have said no to that role. Hunger Games really, like, culturally went on – like, it was such a big thing and now it's just gone. Was it that like, big I of a feel thing like at the time, was it because we also were on Tumblr at the time? No, but I do feel like was... at the time because it had like all these big, huge stars and like Jennifer Lawrence is doing that whole thing. What's and it was Josh like, doing? I don't know. Oh, actually he was in The Disaster Artist. Do you know that, movie, that James Franco movie about the room? Oh, yeah. well, it was funny. You should see it. I'm shaking my head for those that can't see <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but speaking of stars of big franchises from our adolescent years, Kristen Stewart is going to be in the new Charlie's Angels. I saw that and I'm bitterly disappointed. I think, oh, she's, I think she's okay. I think she's a really bad actress. And for someone that, like, I would be willing to suggest she single-handedly took down Don't say what a I think multi-billionaire franchise. Okay, how dare you blame her no, for that? Twilight was like, 
the books were like going wild. Everyone was so excited for the movie. Don't pretend that you didn't see the movie and that made you question everything that had happened in okay. your life until that Rose, point. I went to and see, I was the same. I went to see the Twilight movie in the cinemas and I will say this publicly on record six times. And I still watch it, I would say, at least once a year because I think it's great. told me that... Seeing the movie was what made you snap out of your Twilight That's not reverie. true. That's not true. And we went to see New Moon together. I know. You still see them because you have to see them. I still watch them once a year as well as a comedy. No, I completely, the, I, I reject these claims. All right, well, I, you're either lying to me now or you were lying was, to me then. I was lying to you then because I was probably trying to seem cool, but I went to see the movie six times in the cinemas and I still I, – if you've, have you watched Twilight recently? Yes. Yeah, it holds up. It's no, it good. does. It's not a good movie. It holds up entertainment-wise. But, well, like, yeah. people took – as a 12-year-old, that was very serious to me and it was completely undercut by Kristen Stewart being a terrible, terrible character. No, it's not her fault. It's Bella Swan. It really – I think it she, is what, what more could she have done with that role? Like, so many other things. She could have blinked normally. She <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. She was it. like every time the camera came onto her, she was like having a seizure, and also like strangely like jutting her bottom. That's jaw. what that was part of the character. How no, dare you forget like, your roots? It was like an aggressive dog. I don't know, but it was part um, of the the whole thing. Was Bella was like always biting her lip, and she, oh my god, someone, who's that? That is um, Lloyd, who played for Richmond last year. He's very yeah. handsome. Yeah, he's what's his first name? Ethnically ambiguous. Um, I think Daniel. So. Daniel Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ethnically ambiguous is really like my vibe. But anyway, back to oh, actually, do we need to get back to that? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's best we leave that conversation. <laughs> right I think it's so it's three quarter time in the Brisbane Lions game, and I must admit I've not paid attention for more than five seconds to ask you who Daniel Lloyd was. Oh, another hot topic of the week. Mm. Why did everyone care so much that um, Xavier, great name, Dersma, Xavier Dersma, yeah. Um, did his bow and arrow because it's like I feel like people really hate the bow and arrow and they're like it's pretty lame. <laughs> yeah, but like just let the kid have some fun. Yeah, I also do you know what I mean? Impressed with like how emphatically he does it. Like it's not just like a bow and arrow. Like he's yeah, it's like reminds he's me like, of like an eighties rock star. It's nice. He just like puts some enjoyment back into it and like he's like actually we don't have to take it so seriously. It's fun. I like you know when you're a kid and everyone gets around you. Why is it not like that as adults? And you know what I like about it? It takes me on a journey of like when <laughs> did he come up with that? I know. How long has he been doing it for? He's distinguished like, himself. I just like picturing him as like a seven year old and like he just kept doing it. It does have that vibe that he came up with it like in his Oz kick days. Like yeah, his mates, yeah, so they're yeah. Like, what's the That's what's nice about it. It's like a cute like. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm proud. I want to show that to the world. When you're in Japan, was this when you? Yeah. And during the showdown, he had what I can – I still have not been able to find out any answers about this and I've had sleepless nights since then <laughs> wondering. He had a, what appeared to be a tampon in his nose like in She's the Man because he'd obviously got a blood nose and it was just there for the whole game and no one said anything about it and there was no, like, other bandages. And I was like, why is no one else recognising what's happening? And if he's seen She's the Man and if it was an intentional homage. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. We're coming up to the last quarter. The mm. uh, dogs have come back from a very um, big deficit. So we're just down by three goals now, whereas they were, I think, 50 points down at one stage. So they've really yeah. up the ante. Uh, McRae and Bondapelli and Dunkley, the latter two I adore, are having a great game. Mm. Um, so we'll see how things vary. <laughs> <laughs> Bone to kick. Foxtel, I would rather watch an ad than your game analysis. 
Yeah. Especially when they do like the squiggly white lines around. They just it's like someone gave them all this money and was like, you can only use this for graphics and nothing else. So they've just had to come up with like weird ways to like do you know what I mean? It doesn't contribute at all and it doesn't like No, it doesn't, but it's like they were given this money and they're like, Well we've got to use it, so we may as well come up with whatever kind of weird footage we can and all these unnecessary animations just because they've got to get rid of the money. Yeah. They should use that money instead to Hire some more exciting commentators. Mm. Oh, speaking of, I feel like all commentators should have to also commentate on radio because, for me personally, the most like hyping commentators are those that have to commentate without image. Yeah, because they have to evoke with their words and also like not with their stupid dumb blockhead faces. Yeah, and we're missing. We should also stop giving all media jobs to ex-players because Bruce McBenny, Dennis Cometti. These guys are yeah. career commentators. Yeah. They're not football made people that are like, oh, no, how am I going to make money when I retire? Yeah. Whenever I go to the pub and talk about Wayne Carey and how much he deserves to burn in hell, um, <laughs> I then go home and continue a letter that I've been drafting to send to the AFL. Um, so we were going to read a segment from that, but I didn't bring it with me today. Um, for those who don't know, because I recently <laughs> met someone that didn't know the Wayne Carey Saga, Everyone knows like, the Wayne Carey oh, Boy, have I got a monologue for you. Who didn't know that? <laughs> um, someone whose name I don't actually recall that I met while I was away in Melbourne. How did, you, how did you even well, get actually, engaged with this why, man? That was I assume it's a man. It was a friend of a friend. Was and it he a man? Was, it was a man, yeah, yeah. And he was the only other smoker of the group of people uh, that I was at having drinks with. So that was why we ended up in a one-on-one conversation. It all makes um, sense. So today let's go back to the beginning um, <laughs> and just talk about well, actually, this is appropriate because he had his um, uh, North Melbourne 150 years um, celebration over the weekend. I don't know. They named the top ten players of all time. I don't know if he was named as well, number one. He would have been in the top yeah. ten. That I cannot answer. Um, but I did enjoy the commentary team were trying to casually ask him if he was looking forward to it. And his very reserved responses because elephant in the room. Have we all forgotten that Wayne Carey as captain fucked his player's wife? And that was why he had to leave the club and play for the Crows. So even before he started beating women and kicking them in the mm, face, he yeah. was a terrible person with no morals. Yeah, it's like, no, but this whole the whole principle behind this to me is the same issue I had with them not kicking out the Richmond, the homophobic Richmond supporter at the game we went to. It's like you say you care so much about being a leader in, you know, social issues and tolerance and all this shit, but then when it's like put your money where your mouth is, act – it's like, oh, nah, we we won't here. It's too hard. It's like yeah. you need to – it's a complete bullshit. You don't actually give a fuck and it's insulting and I'd rather you not do anything. Because like you, you, you obviously have... you obviously don't care and to pretend that you do care and then just turn around and not follow that up. It's like, well, I'd rather fucking you not mention it at all. On that note, Gillan McLaughlin, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Gillan. Oh. Gil? Gil. Gillen formally. No, it's Gil to his friends. Not, not Gillen. Gillen. What is Gillen? Gillen McLaughlin. It's Gillen. Oh, it is Gillen. Yeah. Okay. Or is it Gilligan? No, it's Gillen. 
Um, Gilligan. Did you ever watch Gilligan's Island when you were a kid? No. Oh, I used to be, my dad loved that show and we used to watch it all the time. I saw like a five minute what, segment of it on the, the telly, but what's I reckon it's too old. I've forgotten the theme um, song. But Gilly's actually just promoted his brother oh, I the theme to song. host the Brownlow this year. So Oh, fucking blatant mm-hmm. nepotism. What more would you expect? Well, I would It's the boys club. If Andrew McLaughlin was fun, but he isn't. Oh, Andrew McLaughlin. Well, he's the brother. The I thought Hamish it. McLaughlin was the brother. That is exactly the person I wanted to say, and Andrew <laughs> McLaughlin doesn't exist. <laughs> he was like, he's the third Hemsworth brother. <laughs> wow, um, what's the theme song for Gilligan's Island? It's going to really annoy me. I don't know. It's something about going know. out on a boat. Erin, I'm trying to talk about football. For three hour tour. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, time to shut down the China game. Time to go. Mm, but it's, like, the only thing Port has And also, I think, relevant. like, if they want to save the Gold Coast Suns, well, I'm really, like, take tackling a lot of big issues in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to save the Gold Coast Suns, they need to send them to Tasmania. But I don't think they do want to save the Gold Coast Suns. Of course they do. They're a complete failure. It's an I know, but they don't. Sorry, I should. I didn't phrase that right. They wouldn't want to admit the Gold Coast Suns need saving because that would be admitting failure on their behalf. Like they're but happy they to just let. Have admitted that they've failed. They've had their worst season. Um, yeah, that's so since bad. They started nine. Can you believe they've been around for like nine years? I really can't. Because they've just done nothing. Also, on that note, <laughs> I have a lot to say about the Suns. Yeah, you're fired up today. Unbelievable <laughs> that Gary Ablett won a Brownlow for the Suns when they lost every game by like two hundred points. Mm. Um, no matter how good of a player he was, I don't believe he outplayed twenty two. People on a winning team. Week yeah, in, week out. yeah. They they just wanted to give him a brown loan. It was already in everyone's head. It's like the seed was planted, and he left Geelong. Mm. And then they were like, "Oh shit, we're going to give it to him anyway." Who do you think will win the brown loan this year? I don't know, but who do you think Andrew McLaughlin? Note, who will Andrew McLaughlin hand the Charlie to this year? Um, I haven't had a chance to voice how wild. Okay, so just, just ignore my question. <laughs> no, this is uh, Sam Mitchell should not have won a brown loan. The brown loan. Should, that's like giving it to Adam Trelaw. It's like one of those people that accumulate a lot of the ball, but you're never very worried when they have it in their hands. The Brownlow should always go to someone where you're like, What Shit. year did Sam Mitchell? Last year. Was that last year? Yeah. What the fuck? But then he broke his leg. Bye, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who got it? Oh, Trent Cotchin because of Joe. And Sam Mitchell. Who's that? Who's number 10? That's Eastern Wood, oh. a.k.a. Prince Charming. He is Prince Charming. He's the um, dog's captain, in fact, the successor to, God, he's to old Bobby so... Murphy. Yeah. He looks like he should be a fireman. Yeah, and he's a defender, and I was in the, oh. the like, directly behind the goals when I was in the Western Bulldogs cheer squad, and he was doing the kick-in, like, came right to the boundary to get the ball, and I have never been in the proximity of someone that attractive before mm. and genuinely... I want to be like I want to be in, like trapped in a burning building, and then Eastern Wood comes to save me, and he like carries me down. But I like knew that the fire was coming, so I'm like wearing cute underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, he was all over him. Should have. Sorry, we are actually watching a game. Mm. <laughs> Wait, hang being on. a bulldog supporter would be just like devastating because they're so inaccurate. Oh, sorry. May- maybe you mean like being a Port Adelaide supporter. Um, there is no experience on this earth class. more disheartening than being a port supporter because when they're good you're annoyed because it's like either stay bad or like stay good like i'd rather them be shit for a whole year than like have three amazing games and then get your hopes up again yeah the doggies they give themselves all the opportunities and they just fucking spray it every time and it's like see yeah, see 
Happened again. Bailey Dale. Bailey Dale. Bailey Dale. Why does it? it, That sounds like it should be Daily Bale. (laughs) It absolutely doesn't. (laughs) Bailey Dale or Daily. Daily isn't a name. But Bailey Dale sounds wrong. Do you mean Dale Bailey? Is that what you want? Yeah, that's what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Um, But who do I think will win the Brownlow this year? I think it will be Tim Kelly. Okay. Which long midfielder because he did so well in the first half of the year. Um, yeah, but, but is it enough? Maybe Patrick Cripps. He'll be up there. <gasps> I would He'll be love top that. three. Imagine. Um, he missed a few games with foot injury. I follow his career very closely for reasons that I will not disclose to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also because he got so badly tagged in a few games. Mm. And also because Carlton lost so badly. Yeah, but games. it could be a Gary Ablett scenario, as you've just described. I know, which would enrage me. Yeah, but for Crips, you'd be happy. I would, because he's not. So what did you call him? Cripperoo. <laughs> the Cripperooski. Um, goat. No, it was go- goat. So I don't know. I goat, don't know. Goat, goat Cripperoo. Who else have we got? What other clubs? Someone from Richmond? I want someone from Melbourne to win it. Nah. I don't have someone in mind. I just they lost too conceptually. Badly. Um, who else is there? Anyone from Port? Travis no, Boak will get quite no a few one votes, from Port deserves it. Yeah, Travis Boak will get a few votes. Oh, it could easily be a Brisbane Lions player. Who? Um, Zorko or Lockie Neal. Oh, that's who my brother thinks it's going to be. Yeah, he th- he told me that the other day that he thinks Lockie Neal's going to win. And Bond kicks the goal <laughs> with eight minutes to go in the fourth. Bringing the Bulldogs back to within three goals. Wow, they really did well to get back to within three goals. They did. They were so far down. And that's that's what you've got to love about the dogs, the never-say-die attitude. They do have that they attitude. They always give it a crack. Wow, is that guy in the crowd not got a shirt on? It's Brisbane, so. What do you think of um, Brisbane Ruckman, Big O, as the nickname? Um, Oscar McInerney. He's okay. I like oh, wait. the nickname. I think it's hilarious. Oh, are you asking me about what I think of him or what I think of the nickname? And what do you think of the name the big O. Would you enjoy that name? I think it's like just typifies the Australian tendency to just like say the dumbest and most obvious <laughs> thing and then use that forever. Like my dad was telling me the other day, um, he went to see some like under eighteens game. He was in Melbourne and like his friend's kid and they play for like Caulfield or something and it's the guy they think's gonna be in the top ten draft next year and his name's Fisher. And he was mm-hmm. like, Guess what his nickname is? And I was like, Fish? He was like, Yep. <laughs> And also there's already a fish of Fisher in the AFL who plays for Carlton and is I very feel I feel like I Crips and their whole thing is they're like wear fish and crips. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Okay, in a, that context I'll support it. A t shirt has come up on my Instagram asking me to buy it and I will not. But, nah, but I, I do feel like the gag. I need I do have a conflict of interest as someone who has never had a nickname and has always wanted one. I do bear a grudge against people who have nicknames that like become what they're known for. I also haven't had a nickname. My nickname became half my last name for some time. Because, Hollis. Yeah, because there was a double, two roses. Oh, um, right. I thought your mum calls you Rosie. Yeah, she does. And I would I would now like to be a Rosie. Um, we can make you a Rosie. We'll see. I can arrange I've that. I've had this conversation with quite a few people lately and then they said they'll make it happen and they haven't. Yeah, but I feel and like it's you're... Too late. It's too No, late. I can make you a Rosie. It is. It's over for me. It's not. It's never too give late. Up. Never me. give up on your dreams. Leave me behind. Don't give up on your dreams. Just like the dogs never um, give up on themselves. No, but I no longer see myself as a Rosie. Well, then, what do you want to be? Make up your mind. Sorry. Well, what do you Sorry. want to be? 
I want to be something fun, but I used to call you Ezzy and you didn't allow it. Ezzy. No, I get Ezzy sometimes. As a weather. No. I don't <laughs> want that. People at work sometimes call me Ez because there's just like no other option. But that's boring. Do you know what I mean? That's boring. Yeah. I want something that's like I want something that's like specific to me. Like yeah. Easton Wood, Prince Charming. <laughs> <laughs> People can call me Princess Grace because my middle name. Oh, actually, when I was um for my twenty first birthday, my mum like she like made this little scrapbook of all these like things that I'd done at school when I was in primary school, and on one of them. It was like, what's your nickname? And when I was in year four, I'd put Zingo. And I had a flashback to being 10 and want, having the same want for a nickname. And because my middle name is Grace, I was like, amazing Grace, Zingo. <laughs> like, asked everyone to call me Zingo and it never took off. Um, what is one rule that you would bring into the AFL if you could? That's a good question. Or one rule that you would get rid of? Mm. Because they're always trying to change the rules. To make it, like, more high-scoring, and I feel like I have the answer. What's the answer? Play on if you kick backwards. Yeah, but I feel like that would create a lot more problems then because I just think mentally people couldn't step, couldn't adjust to that. Isn't that how they play in the sand thing? I haven't been to it. Uh, also, it really stresses me out when people I say like sand Because it's SNFL. Do you say waffle or WAFL? I say waffle, but... I don't know. I used to go. Well, I was raised. Well, I was well, raised on the well. NFL. <laughs> Richmond Oval is basically my home because my dad is a lifelong Westie supporter, and he says SNFL. So maybe that's like not the correct thing, but that's just how I was raised. And I famously, my dad doesn't care for the AFL, and so we were an SNFL household. Yeah, so my dad would centrals. He always used to just like pick a poor team and go for them. Because Westies have famously been terrible for like my entire life. And the one year that they were good and they won the grand final was 2015 and I was there with my dad and his brother. And my dad said, this is the best day of my life. And then I was like, oh, what about the birth of three children? He was like, nah, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so what's your, your, that would be your one rule that you'd that bring in? That would be my rule, yeah. Because I hate when teams like... When everyone's like, oh, my God, the game is in the balance. What will happen? And then a team just, like, chips it Holds around it. Yeah, that's true. on the back half. And I'm like, fuck you. It's Fair enough, but you know you've ruined everyone's night. What would my rule be? You can also get rid of a rule. Okay. I feel like you want me to get rid of a rule. No, I'm just trying no, to help trying to make you. it easier for me. I would get rid of the... I bring in a rule. I bring in a rule. My rule is it's, like, when you're playing netball in, in like, year four and everyone swaps around positions because you're like trying to learn the game so it's like first half i'd play defense second half i'd play ga right so i want i want that to be a rule it's like you have to rotate all the players have to rotate positions halfway through the game just for fun there's no restrictions as to where you can go on the field so that would change nothing yeah but like there would be no more like key forwards because you've also got to be defend. I feel like it would be make for more skilled players but like if you are a fullback you're still allowed to go into the offensive goal square whenever you choose. Why are you ruining my fun game? Because it's impossible to execute. Okay. I don't know then. <laughs> you keep coming up with all these good questions and not giving me time to think about answers. Do you have any questions for me? Um, would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> do I have questions for you? Who do you think has been the most deserving Norm Smith medalist of the last 10 years? That is a good question. I know, I just came up with um, it. Crazy. I thought Jason Johansson was very deserving. Yeah, I loved that. Um, that was, was such a feel-good day who overall. Who played in the 2015 grand final? Was that? Fuck, I can't remember. Oh, I, like, actually very much lost interest when Hawthorne. 
Oh yeah. Oh, was that Hawthorne West? Hawthorne like, West Coast. The... Was that Hawthorne West Coast? Maybe. Because they had. We watched that grand final at Tallulah's house. Wait. No, I can't. I feel like this, you should know this. Well, I, I really, I really don't like Hawthorne. Like I don't. I may not have. Even, I don't think I watched them. Okay. Okay, I have one last. There's only one minute 19 um, left in this game, so I'm going to ask you one more question. Okay, imagine that Collingwood isn't a contender and that none of the, like, you don't know anything about the ladder for this season, mm-hmm. so it's all based on your heart's desires. What would be your dream grand final? Collingwood aren't in it. No, just because, like, obviously you're going to say Collingwood if Collingwood's an option. So, like, if Collingwood couldn't be in it, who would you want to be in it? Gold Coast Giants because of the atmosphere. <laughs> Oh. Um, no, I would want to be in it. Um uh, who hasn't won in a while? It's always it's always um good good vibes when it's like a I think team I think like... I would want Melbourne Brisbane. Um I I guess I have to say port, but I know they would lose in a heartbreaking fashion, so I really want Brisbane in the grand final. Why not? I want them in the finals but not in the grand final. Okay. They just haven't been they haven't been in they contention haven't... for long enough to like just come okay. in and win a grand final. Okay. Okay. Which I know a lot of teams have come like from the bottom eight in the last few yeah. years. Um, There's only 17 Martin seconds left B. on the clock. Oh, see, I love the Bulldogs, but they have. It's been them yeah, for a while. Yeah, it's too recent. Yeah. Um, what other teams are there in the competition? Port. Mm, I actually really prefer, always prefer Victorian teams because it Ugh. seems like everyone is overall more excited. Um, okay, what about St Kilda Carlton? No, stupid okay. idea. St Kilda, Melbourne. No, all right. I like Carlton at the moment because I can, because they're not. Because they're not good. They're not good. Same as Richmond. As soon as they'll actually get good, then I'll dislike them because they are the mortal enemy of Collingwood. Yeah. We'll just have to see what happens, won't we? I wouldn't mind North Melbourne. Nah, fuck them. Um, Can I just have a fruit shot? Oh, my God, speaking of, you have Twilight on the top of your DVD pile at this point in time. You should watch it tonight. Anyway, the game's over. And I've been unable to pick a team other than my own to be in. And we're, <laughs> we've started eating fruit chocks while recording ourselves <laughs> speaking. So I think it's time Wildly to bow out. <laughs> I think it's time to bow out of this podcast. Um, Hopefully it was a bit more intelligible. Um, just to update you on the final score of the game that we were so attentively watching. Well, look, we've got, we must, we have to be open about the fact that it is Wednesday and we are watching replay of the game we already knew the outcome of because we weren't organised to record on the weekend. That's true. So she's right. We weren't paying as much attention as we probably should have been. Brisbane won by three goals. I'm happy with that outcome. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for tuning in. Um, is there anything else to say? Um, if you have any segments you'd like us to do, oh, feel yeah. free to. Um, well, we don't have an email, so just record your own. <laughs> <laughs> record your own question. Add it. I don't know how Spotify works. Send um, it. DM yeah. us on Spotify. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. Bye. Bye.